Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, everybody. This is Bees and Bunner. Hey. I'm <laughs> And I'm Woom. And we are two best friends with businesses and wine and lots of opinions. One of the, uh, you want to challenge accepted niggas. <laughs> These challenge accepted negresses. <laughs> I um I posted, but I didn't tag anybody because there were so many people already doing it. I was like, I'm not going to bother anybody with this shit, but I'll participate. Jay posted some shit last night that said, everyone should know challenges come to me to die. <laughs> that's really funny yeah. yeah and i was like damn that shit resonates because yeah i did not i did not accept the challenge yeah I, i'm not doing it yeah thank you so much <laughs> i'm not doing it <laughs> yo y'all said the y'all show um crystal's tweet yeah yeah man i mean i you know this whole the whole covid situation really had me fucked up so I understand, especially both of them, because they're both like, I'm not fucking around with this. I'm not playing any games until we know that this thing is all the way declined. I'm not, I'm not playing around. And that shit is very lonely. Yeah. It's very lonely. So I can understand not being okay. Yeah. I just wish I wish the best for both of them. Me too. I'm glad they took a break. Yeah, me too. But um, it is draining. It's a draining time to be out here. Mm-hmm. Like, with what's going on, and just on a somber note really quick, the losing family members and stuff and people that have to, like, die alone in the hospitals and stuff like that, it's just, it's so sad to think about and experience I have some people in my family dealing with that now with their grandmother. And it's just like, God damn, somebody you were with, well, someone that was with you your whole life, you can't be there for them um, in their last moments and stuff. Like the COVID shit is crazy where that is concerned. And just the uncertainty of everything too. But you know, I'm still basking in the glow of everything being canceled online. (laughs) Sorry, I shifted gears a bit. because we were we were all very somber and then you come in like but you know everything is close so i'm okay with it <laughs> i'm sorry all that sad shit, but everything's closed so everything is fine 
Yeah, and plus it, it's more one-on-one -on -one interaction or like more intimate interaction with the people that matter to you and sometimes the extra people that come with them. But the people that matter to you, you can focus on having those kinds of events. You can keep things small without it being offensive. Like, oh gosh, you know, social distancing, it can only be three of us, for example. I love well, that. That's, that's true, but also... <laughs> People, if people want to be offended, they're going to be offended, whether it's two people or 20. So, all right, well, I'm gonna shift gears on you. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what you're going to say next. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just do not, I do not know I was what's done. going on. Done, what I, was done. I said, I was done. Okay, all right. Um, I got my car done today, and so I was telling Everett about. Uh, us coming like together okay. he said best friends do that all the time so you can come with me to my next appointment he was like yeah they just come in they just drink it you know do their thing or whatever just be washing the cars okay. <laughs> reservation too or i could just come with you like how does this oh he happen? said yeah he, he said you could just come with me okay perfect mm -hmm. just let me know when that is so i could put in leave. maybe well you could you could technically work like there's wi-fi I work. I take my laptop. Oh, that's right. But you're not going to drink at work. But I bring my laptop and I <laughs> I respond to emails and stuff. <laughs> I was keeping it cute for you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and I actually, I haven't engaged the alcohol there yet because, you know, when I got like real work to do, I need my brain. Right. So I um, save it to the end of the night. But this is my third consecutive day of intermittent fasting. How do you like it? Mm, I don't like rules. So even though this is set up just like my normal eating habits, like eating the first thing around one or so, I don't like that I have to report to a clock. Oh, shit. Hold on. I got to tell the clock I stopped eating. Well, no, I didn't stop yet. So I guess tomorrow I can't eat till 1.30. So you have, you have an app or something for it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's an app called Zero, and it just yeah. I've been I've been doing it since March. How do you oh, like? You've been on that. Uh, I hate it, but I had to do something different so I wouldn't gain a bunch of weight while I was home. So, um, and I'm a creature of habit. So once I get in a routine, it's like the first like two weeks. It was it was difficult because I wake up so early. Mm. But the thing is, I wake up early, so my day starts early. So, and then I can stop eating early. So by the six o'clock I have dinner. So I eat between um, 10 and 11. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, stop eating at six. I mean, it's okay. Um, so you don't I've been doing it too, but um, I wake up early too, but I also drink a lot of water. Mm -hmm. I, I already drink a lot of water. So yeah, I just, I feel like I drink water. Lord have mercy. Every time I feel like um, I'm getting hungry, I'll just drink a bottle of water or, you yeah. know, like jazz my, my water up with some, some ginger or something and uh, drink that down until after 12. And I, even though I'm supposed to, I've told myself I'm doing 12 to 8, mm -hmm. it really will be like 1, 2... Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I still try to stop at eight because I don't want to eat too late. So, yeah. 
Well, we'll see how it goes. I just don't like uh, being told when to do stuff, so. Because you're a fucking psychopath. <laughs> I prefer the term rebel. Nope. Not giving you that. You're not giving me that. Okay. Received. Received. <laughs> Hold on. Where's the fucking rundown? Oh. Oh, God. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, I just I can't I cannot think about Kanye without crying, man. Really? I cannot. I cannot. Mm-hmm. It makes me like not even want to pod no more. Why? Be- because it really feels like um the way the world is right now. And this is this is just my raw thoughts. So what's coming out of my mind, I have not had a chance to really articulate. But it feels like the state of the world right now, we are just ready to have a hot take on things and judge things and, and just criticize and stuff so fast. And then like by the time we finish doing that and destroying somebody, it's like a new thing for everybody to jump on. I'm not saying us, I'm saying like just like in general with the whole, which what I listen to through the week, like I listen to a lot of podcasts, it's like everybody's take on whatever the fuck happened this weekend. And then by Wednesday, we have actual facts or a different side or this and that. And it's like, you know, oh damn, I shouldn't have said all that shit. And I don't know. I just, I think that we've, we're forgetting to humanize people. So I feel bad for Kanye. I feel awful that he is doing this on a world stage because of the platform that he has. And it's obviously so far out of his control and like, you know, what are his children gonna feel like? Or, you know, how much, how bad are they gonna get teased when they get older? Like, remember, well, Sarita, I know you probably remember. Remember how, um, uh, I'm not speaking ill of the dead or anything, so if it sounds like that, you just take this out. But do you remember how uh, Chris Berry used to behave? Like, he used to act out when he first came to Jefferson. And I think it was just to draw attention to his bad behavior so that nobody would focus on Marion Barry. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah, I think about that a lot too. So, um, but yeah, with Kanye, well, fuck, we, we, <laughs> I jumped past the entrepreneurship. I'm sorry. I saw his name and was just like, oh, God. <laughs> How's your job going, Wumi? What are your challenges and successes? I'm just talking about Kanye. Okay. So, yeah, so that's how I feel about it. I just feel, really, like, really, really bad. And I'm like, oh, my God, I just don't even want to look because this is so crazy. Because a lot of the stuff that's happening, um, like, I've had a family member uh, or a family acquaintance that has had manic episodes like that and thrown out, like, wild accusations and stuff. So I'm, I'm familiar enough with it to know that that doesn't mean that it's true. Like, it doesn't even mean that there's, like, an inkling of truth to the Kim and Meek Mill accusation. It's just when people are in that manic estate, they just like anything wild will come out of their their mouths. And for what? him, he's just typing it. What's the accusation? That he was he was inferring that um, Kim fucked Meek Mill. He said, "I've been trying to divorce Kim Kardashian for two years, um, ever since she started meeting Meek Mill for quote unquote prison reform." <laughs> you didn't see that? No, and had I seen it, I wouldn't have believed it either. Because yeah. that doesn't 
It makes sense. Meek Mill? I mean, uh, Kim is not messing with Meek Mill, but also, no, if not. if it happened, Meek would have talked already. Yeah, he's such a bird that way. He, he would have. So, no. No. Kanye, what are you talking about? Jesus is falling apart at the seams. And I just... um. You know, I hope that he gets some help. And then, you know, somebody was talking about how it was so close to his mom's birthday, so that might have triggered him or could have been anything, but it's hard to watch. And it's it's hard to watch people criticize him too. Like, oh, he needs to do this and he needs to do that. Like, Al and I were discussing it the other night and I got so upset. And that's when I, that's the first time I started crying about it because he was just like, well, yeah, he still needs to take his meds and do this and that and a third. And I'm like, well, from what I understand of this and I don't have it, if you if you are bipolar, people who, who are bipolar have said to me directly that being on their meds keeps everything even keel, but they feel like they are not themselves. They feel like zombies. Yeah. So my thing is like, just imagine what it's like if every day you have to choose between being your real self or being a zombie. Like you can't even fully engage your kids and stuff like that. Um, if you're on the meds. I, I don't know. It just seems like, like, what a hell. Like, having money can't even fix that. Ease with it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my take on Kanye. Uh, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> How do you feel about it? Um, I haven't really paid attention I know that he is unwell and I know that his family is trying to help him and I think that they're not really sure how, which, you know, expected, honestly. Um, But I don't have an, uh, I don't have an opinion on it. I just hope that he gets better, which whatever that takes, if that takes medicine, if that takes um, being away from the public, Whatever it takes, I I wish the best for him. Mm-hmm. But that's that's really all that I that's all that I have. And you know, I do think they need a plan. Somebody has to have a plan where, um, when he is manic or it gets started, somebody logs him out of his social media or changes his password. I do think they need to do that, Kim. If you're listening. <laughs> you should do that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, sorry about that. So now that uh you all have our very important thoughts on mental illness in the celebrity community. My God. Entrepreneur recorder. Boomi, what have been your challenges and successes since the last time we were on the pod? Um, girl, just getting these orders. Actually, you know what? Um, I have I have been very busy. <laughs> I've been very busy filling these orders, but I feel like I'm at a good place as far as timing is concerned. Um. I am, I'm really, I mean, no, this is not a surprise to anyone, but I really am trying to do better with posting. 
but it just, I just, oh God. <laughs> what about it don't you enjoy, please? I think that I, I overthink it. I, I overthink what it's, what I think it's supposed to be or how it's supposed to look or what it's supposed to be. And then that, that I'm not going to do it. Like, oh, I don't, I don't really know what to say. The verbiage is not quite right. Oh, I don't have the right picture. It doesn't matter. Oh, they don't read. I wanted to. <laughs> Take it to a bitch that wastes paragraphs. Uh, I wanted to post it at this time, so now I have to wait until tomorrow. But then tomorrow at this time, or whatever that time, I'll be in the office my single, you know, I just, it's, it's my own shit. It's my own shit. Do you want your, um, this is an honest question. Do you want your business to grow? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> you don't just kiss my ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I am fresh <laughs> out of Adama Academy, bitch. I just, this is enough. What's the end goal? Because <laughs> <laughs> you have, I mean, you have customers that are constantly posting. Let me just say this to you again, because I'm sure I said it before. Yeah, because you didn't really respond to me in the chat. I should have called you. But you can make a name for yourself in the fitness community with the way that these bees are dropping off bitches waist on a weekly basis. You, you need to make that your thing because it's genuine to you and your brand. You have a personal relationship with a trainer who's always wearing your shit. Like if I were you, I would be posting and discussing that and just asking the girls in the good thick group, Hey, you mind if I share your shit and talk about it a little bit? Like, just, I know you've done it maybe once or twice, but like on a regular basis, just be the page where the girls know they can come and look at the transformation. Like if they're trying to decide, hmm, all the girls are doing beads now. Shade. <laughs> Who should I buy my beads from? Your beads are already pretty. They're already unique. And then that extra selling point is, ah, oh, these genuinely demonstrate my fitness goals because everybody wants to be fit. Everybody's in the house eating too much. So, you know, we're all trying to figure the same shit out now. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's yeah. It'd be super easy. And you, like I said, they don't read. So it's, you don't really have to have anything clever to say. You can just make your point in a sentence or just say, you know, just have the damn picture that says, you know, on the left side, June 1st, August 1st. Hashtag let me woo you. At the end, there's nothing to really say. DM me for orders or whatever the fuck, you know? Um, okay. I am, I am accepting what you're saying to me. I am taking it in and trying to um, make it work. <coughs> Okay. Go ahead and say it. Just go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. Fuck child. Go ahead it's and a say better, it. It's a better me. In July. Is it? You just <laughs> laughing. How are you any better? 
I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Please continue what you're saying. Oh. No, actually, when you were talking, it reminded me of, you know how, um, I guess the last time we were on, we were talking about, or maybe it's just, it was a conversation that we had in private, either way, um, about how people will say things to you, but don't, I think that they say them in a way that they think is complimentary, but it's actually not. (laughs) So a woman said to me, yeah, um, I was, I wanted your, uh, I wanted what you call body beads, but so I asked this other lady that makes beads, but she didn't know what I was talking about. So I'm, I'm glad that I see you now and I can get them and I can order them from you. Cause she didn't even know what you, she didn't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't like that shit at all. Okay. What did you expect me to say to this lady? I, and I didn't say anything. I feel like you know I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certain you didn't. I'm certain you I'm, didn't. Thank you. But I'm also not going to say, why Why the fuck would you say this to me? Yeah. Yeah, they do it all the time. And I, I think... I make body beads. Why would you go ask somebody else? let me tell you how somebody said something to me the other day that they didn't realize they were saying and i'm not even talking about the lady that went to all of the butter people trying to get uh assembled um yesterday well the other day i was talking about well fuck it all right this is my challenge my challenge is people making purchases they can't afford their products and then claiming a fraudulent charge with their bank yeah oh yeah real shit Sarita real shit this one bitch and you know the only thing is she was she was cute with how she kept changing her name and some of them like uh well I won't say the name but it was just variations of the same name but she used the same fucking email address and phone number for everything right all three of these orders she claimed she didn't place them so Shopify's looking at me like, well, bitch, this is fraudulent and we're taking the money back or whatever. And I was like, hold on, no, let's do an investigation because I'm sure something is wrong here. This lady has ordered from three releases in a row. This was like, these releases were from like February and March when I just jumped back in the game. So I was like knocking them out. So she places these orders and um, her name, like she was on my list. So then she placed the order on the following release after I got the Shopify notification. And she was like, um, why did I was like, Hey, no, cancel that shit. No, no, you can't shop here. So just so everybody knows if you, if you are rude to me, you bring fucked up energy or disrespectful to the fairies and all of that shit. And it gets back to me. If I see you place an order, I just cancel the order. I don't send an explanation. You just get your money back in a cancellation email. We don't need that kind of shit here. We are not chasing dollars and willing to accept disrespect for, you know, a 25 or $30 order. So this lady was like, why was my order canceled? And I was like, well, you know, tell this bitch, like she's, um, she's got three chargebacks on my account right now. And these are like, 
you know, multiple product orders. So this is not something to sneeze at in terms of the total of the chargebacks. And um, she was like, no, I love it in a jar. I would never do that. And you know, she'd give her all that. Tell Shopify that you love it then. Right. But see, we had the emails and stuff. So Lakita sent the emails to Shopify, the USPS confirmation, like Zinajar did what it was supposed to do because um, you, I generated the postage. I paid for your postage, let you know your shipping money went to your shipping. So you got a tracking number. As you watch the tracking number move, this is confirmation that I put some shit in a box and sent it to you. You cannot claim that you didn't make this purchase. Well, okay. So Shopify has all that information and they're like, okay, well, this is escalated to our bank. It's the bank's decision. So I just got the decisions back two days ago for the first two. And then last night I got the third one where the bank sided with the customer. And what, what got me to this point in the conversation was there was another customer who said to me in the DMs, I posted a story about it. Like tell your cousins that, you know, like, cause you know, everybody's always posting all this support black business shit and tagging me and all of that. Right. Um, the other side of it is like, don't fucking shop here if you can't afford it. But if you niggas are willing to go through the trouble of getting a new debit card number just to buy some butter and be a fraud about it, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know when to do that. So the lady says to me, she's like, oh, yeah, I can't believe somebody did that to you. I mean, my body wash did spill in my last order, but I reached out to customer service instead of doing that. And what she was really saying to me was she not above that shit. Like, you would rather pretend that you didn't place an order at all, even if you had a small issue? Like, what the fuck is up with them? I did not understand that. So I was like, okay, girl, this is the end of this conversation. Like, I don't even, I don't even know what else I'm supposed to say here. But she said it, and it was like, it was a backhanded compliment or, you know, like, you know, they kind of say stuff, and it's so fucking condescending. And I don't think people realize how they come off. So I moved on. I mean, did you, did you receive what she said the way that I did? I didn't um, even do that, and my body wash was leaking. Right. So, so you're saying that you think a leaking body wash is, um, is enough to say, oh, you know what? I just didn't even get the order. I didn't make it altogether. I don't deserve to pay for anything because <laughs> my body wash was leaking. Y'all do that to me. I'm calling the police on y'all. <laughs> you, you are frauding the government when you lie to the bank and say that you didn't place an order that you did. That's, that's fraud. Like, if you say, no, I didn't do this at all. This is not my charge. That's some next level shit. And I'm using anything I got in writing against you. Anything. So what happens well, now? You had to give the lady her money back for the three orders. And are you going to block, like, her email address and her phone number? How does that work now? Yeah, she's, she remains blocked. That's it forever. You better use your grandmother's name or some shit or your best friend. I don't want to see your name. And the other piece of that is to y'all, I didn't blast her on social media, but I definitely told my entrepreneur friends. Because we don't want none of that either. No, nobody has time for that kind of bullshit. Because, you know, um, everybody's dealing with it. I'm not going to get into the names and entities, but um, old girls sitting on the mailboxes deals with it. Every release. So it sells out in minutes. You want it that bad, and then you want to just tell the bank, oh, no, I didn't do that. <laughs> Who does that? Do you know how hard it is to, to, like, change all your shit when you get a new debit card? You use it in every fucking day. 
every day and you're going to say that you didn't get it. You didn't even make the charge. You don't even know what this company is. That so? <laughs> you mean to say, is that right? Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, what a goddamn challenge. Okay, so I'm sorry. Back to you. So you were talking about how people say things to you crazy and don't even realize how it's coming off. Yeah. And um, I mean, it's, I don't know how to put an end to it. I don't, I don't think there's any way to, 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 to let people know, like, hey, be aware of what you say. Be aware of how someone could take, think about what you're saying and think about how someone on the receiving end of those words could take it. And, I'm sorry, give me one more second. Yeah, and understand, understand that, you know, there are some things that even if, if you feel that way, just keep it to yourself. Just keep it to yourself. I didn't need to know that you went around and asked other people. Yeah. That's not my business. It makes me not even want to make it for you. <laughs> like, no, keep keep looking, keep looking with the with them other people. Let them make it. But you know what? That goes back to that whole sentiment of your little business. That's what it is. I'm trying to support your little business. I can spend money with all these other people, but I chose your little business. You think you think that what you do is uh, little and easy and that anyone could do it. But if anyone could do it, they would. If you could do it, you would. Mm, talk your shit. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. So don't minimize what I do. And don't tell me that my price is too expensive if you can't do it. Oh. Oh. I'm going to have to write that down. I like that. I like that. Don't tell me my price is too expensive if you can't do it. Do you know that? <laughs> oh, that is very, that is too expensive. We don't have anything else to say. <laughs> that is a very, there is a very important, a very significant prepositional phrase missing from that statement. Too expensive for me is what they need to say. That's but it's it. not too expensive for your right customer. That's it. And it's okay. And I understand that um, everything is not for everyone. I got that. No problem. Yeah. There are a lot of things that I like, that I see and I want, but it's not the time for me to make the purchase yet. But I'm also not going to them people and telling them that. <laughs> Excuse me, these sneakers just cost way too much money. <laughs> these Yeezys are too expensive. You know that. You know that the product that you make is too expensive. <laughs> Do you want quality or not? I don't know. I, I don't know what people want. I do have a question for you, though. Okay. What is a fair amount of time? What do you think is a fair amount of time to get back to someone um, by by email, or like someone reaches out to you? How much time do you give yourself to respond? Is this customer service or like general inquiry? Customer service. Customer service, twenty four hours, less than twenty four hours, honestly. 24 hours, we're kind of late. But that is because my customer service has been super the fuck fucked up for a good minute. 
<laughs> so that's the standard that I hold it in a jar to just so that I can pay my bills. <laughs> yeah, but in um in general, I think 48 hours is acceptable, acceptable response time. I think if I think about how I would want somebody to respond to me if I had an issue, you know, but you know, the other thing though, Wumi, is that a lot of the information you need is kind of available. Like my auto reply is full of everything you really fucking need every week. And shop if I could tell you, you know, hey, here's where your order is. It's on the floor. It's on the truck. You know what I mean? What are your thoughts? Um, I had a potential customer send me a DM. You said potential? Asking, yes. Okay. Um, asking about um, how to order. And about six hours later, she replied again and said, if you see this, don't worry about it. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. Oh. And so from that, I, I got... she don't even talk to y'all. <laughs> I got that. She felt like I took too long to respond to her. And I'm like, first of all, this was all in one, one day. Um, and it was not, she did not contact me in the way that I have requested to be contacted. Right? This is, this is all, this is all wrong. So, but even still, I'm like, is, is, is less than one day the amount of time, am I supposed to be immediate? in immediate contact with every person no 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 i mean i'm not going to i'm just like <laughs> how bad am i slacking <laughs> i'm not immediately contacting these people first of all dms are the ghetto for conducting <laughs> business i don't do it i don't do it at all sometimes i'll be in the dms and i'll respond to a story i'm tagged in or something or i'll shoot the shit how you doing how you like your stuff like i'll respond to stuff like that but do not dare try to conduct business with me on that channel that channel is the fucking ghetto it is like what box is it coming in is it in general primary uh, you gotta vet to accept it's too fucking much just send an email to customer service if you want to handle some business with me and if you have those instructions somewhere on your communication like it's just oh girl yeah so no that's not you that's not you that's not you yeah i'm just like you know um i'm sorry that you know she feels slighted but also didn't, didn't slight you no nah, let her take her ass to beads or us or whatever the fuck <laughs> let that shit fall all over the floor when she take it out the bag and then she'll come back to you and she'll come back the right way yeah i was just i was taken aback like oh oh okay yeah, don't let them do that. Girl, we got to have such a thick skin. I'm still working on my thick skin. As you know, I be lighting that group chat up. <laughs> it's like we are expected to take so much abuse. Like, we're not people. Like, we're just service machines. Because the people, the, honestly, the people who are abusive, I don't, okay. 
What you got? Uh, we got an editor, so just, just say what you got. <laughs> you, you're being rude to me, but you're spending twenty dollars. Like this is not even a large order. <laughs> you are ordering one thing, mm-hmm. but you do. You want me to buy with your feet? It's not, not happening. Do that. I'm not gonna do that. No, never. That's not no. fair. It's not fair to either one of us. Mm-mm. It's really not. It's not. I, oof. It's not. So it's all about boundaries. It's all about fucking boundaries. Did you have a success or is your success that you are constantly booked? Girl, I'm, that's just that I'm booked. Booked and busy. Thank yeah. you. And so you know, she's making some shit like a body bee with a garter and shit now. I, that, was, that was next. Okay. Oh, sorry. So, sorry. If COVID brought the creativity out of you motherfuckers, but you people are sending me pictures of things and describing things that you want and like, hey, can you make this for me? I don't know. I am not a seamstress. I don't know what the fuck this is. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to do my best. I'm not guaranteeing anything. I don't know. I don't know, y'all. <laughs> Thank you for believing in me <laughs> to think that I can make this shit happen. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. When I tell you I could never in a million hundred thousand years do what the fuck you do. Now you want to take me, sh- you want to take this shit beyond a fucking circle for me? Not doing it. <laughs> Not doing it. I'm doing my best giving you a small circle. No, no, no. <laughs> so I'm going to the office tomorrow and I'm going to try to go in early so I can leave early and start to focus. Like, what? what is this thing? What is this contraption? I cannot but, believe that your office is still open for business as an office. If they don't close that fucking COVID trap up, and put those funds in a different, like, you know, allocate them differently. We don't need to be paying rent and, and utilities for that fucking building. The world is closed. There's there's so little that we actually need to do in that. You office. are not fighting fires. I don't understand this. Not at all. They should go to work. But you should just be able to work from home. Well, I my, oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. No, I was just saying I agree with you. My success is that I shipped you hot like fire. Here, are you in love with yourself right now? Oh, I'm sorry. She's always in love. Oh! So <laughs> Okay, I didn't mean it. Can you take the video back? <laughs> this bitch cut the video off on me. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> Sorry, but no, but you know, I have a net, right? So this doing like this uh-huh. is really soothing. Oh <laughs> it's very soothing. So it lets it lifts it off my scalp. But um my success is that I, I ship hot like fire. Hot like <laughs> 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 it's really it's hard it's hard to hear hot like fire and not sing that i get it lucky adama's not here with me because we would be doing the fucking dance okay but <laughs> hot like fire so congratulations thank you very much and you out it was wearing you out a little bit yeah, last week was a very, last week was a very bad week. If it was podcast week, it just wouldn't have went down. <laughs> it would not have went down. <laughs> I would have had to just like use one of my last I can't do it tonight cards, man. <laughs> but I got it all done. I did it by myself, and it was like a thousand plus units, like um, numbers of perfume bottles body scrubs body honeys and and that kind of shit right so my error rate was pretty low considering there were only five sets left on the shelf when i was done with everything and i looked and i was like you guys all belong somewhere (laughs) i don't know where you belong i don't know what i missed but i was i was happy that it happened that way because it was just me doing it Everything else went where it should go. And it let me know to expect a max of five um, emails of I don't have my stuff. And the stuff already existed and was made. So when those emails came today, I shipped the shits out, bitch. Come on. All got their tracking numbers today. So I was proud of myself. Because we go through hundreds of orders and we only have five issues of I don't have my shit. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's, that's I was proud of that. Congratulations. Thank you very much. So I designed bottle service as honey only because last week was a fucking monster. Okay. Because I make honey so fast and honey with scrub, it, it was just way too much when you get into the hundreds of things. It's way too much. Um, it's nice to have. Scrub is great on the skin. Yes, but you'll have, to, you'll have to custom order that at, at some point. Let's shout out Exile Charter Boating. Yeah! We forgot to put this on the rundown, Sarita, but we had a hell of a time on that Black-owned boat. We really, really did. Um, Wilma, you want to give the rundown of it? Okay. Uh, so, um, a, fr- a friend of ours posted, Sherelle, fuck it. Sherelle was like, she posted one day, like, hold on, my friends have a boat. They own a boat, and they, they're doing this. I need to be on it. Um, I don't know if you all know this, but uh, Zen and Ajar is very much about all things Black-owned, especially if they are um, classy, okay? Or, like, if, if, if it seems like it's bougie, she's on it, 100%, right? And I appreciate it because she took us along with her. <laughs> is this is this is this not a compliment? I'm trying to figure out is this a compliment? I don't know where we're going. 
many dates as I could get. Let's let's make this happen, right? And so um, she made the reservation. Um, they because they're limited uh, to the number of people based because of COVID, right? So there were just a few of us on there. Um, they gave they gave her the rundown of like what they would provide, what the business would provide versus what we should provide for ourselves on this on this excursion. <clears throat> The customer service was stellar from the moment we arrived to the moment we got into our cars. Honest to God, bitch, from the first DM. Listen, but see, I wasn't I wasn't privy to that, so I don't know what was in the DM, but I know from the okay. moment he saw us, he was there, he came with a fucking rolling cart and was like, hey, you could put all of your things on here. Who needs help? He helped us get onto that moving ass boat from the dock. Didn't nobody fall into the goddamn water? <laughs> I tried to fall. I mean, it was just, it was so fucking lovely. It was such a good motherfucking time. Um, the the driver, what do you call the driver of a boat? What What is that called? Captain. Say it again. He's the captain. Oh, okay. Yeah, the captain. He's the captain now. All right. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> the captain was also very, very um, polite and friendly and kind. Um, it was just okay. So we get on and we're you know driving along. Oh, and also I didn't feel any type of motion sickness I d there was no like choppiness everything was very smooth it was hot as fuck outside but once the boat started going <laughs> everyone was okay uh, we started drinking the music the music was it was just a fantastic selection i don't even know what radio um dial he had it on but the shit was everyone was happy it was a yeah, good everyone was happy with the music um, we're just out there taking pictures, you know, some of my, you know, ratchetness came out, um, and I'm okay, I'm, I'm fine with it, so, you know, everyone is welcome, be, be fine. Um, <laughs> we sat out on the water, we watched the fucking boats, we watched other boat. Um, I said boats, we, there were both, we did boat watch, but we also watched fucking ducks. <laughs> go from <laughs> like it was a couple the the duck that was a couple and then they went to a little friend over there who was over there by himself lost and then the friend cursed them out a little bit but then they all went off together it was just I just really <laughs> yeah it was a great time it was a really really great time so let's talk about the black owned businesses we featured okay we had very delicious food. We had soul food, a soul food platter from Ren's Sugar Spice. And it was fucking delicious. My heart delicious. left the moment I tasted the macaroni and cheese. That was the first thing on my plate I went for. And it was absolutely delicious. It did not disappoint. Them green. Oh, my God. Yeah, the greens were really good too. The fish was fantastic. The chicken, mm. 
Oh my God. So yeah, it was a beautiful cheat day. It was. We had plenty of alcohol. We had champagne, wines. Woomi made a liquor punch. And Woomi's punch is liquor like L I K K A. It's a liquor punch. I don't know. But um we had we had beautiful floral ice from um Charismatic Creations. Shout out to Chrissy who just bought a house today. She did? Bitch, you do not read that thread. <laughs> yeah, that bitch got a house. Like, you know, like they got a house. It's not even here yet. They they took a picture. Her and Rich were uh at their plot. So it had the sign or whatever. Oh, congratulations, Chrissy and Rich. She deserves it. They deserve that. But she she deserves all the happiness in the world. That's a hard working motherfucker right there. And they support each other so much. <laughs> she came to drop the ice off. She had on Ricardo Deshaun attire. For his um for the update for his new gear to drop. Oh yeah. And I'm also drinking a charismatic creations um beverage tonight. Yes. Yes. So poor Chrissy. You know, she's she y'all already know she's our fave. She's our fave. Y'all know that. Yeah, definitely. At the twins party, they had the mixers. They gifted everybody a mixer. I have one for you. It's still in my car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, she gifted. They gifted mixers from, excuse me, charismatic creations, and you could mix it at the party with this black-owned rum called El Dorado. Come on. Yeah, now you know my. I made myself a terrible drink. Should that mixer be in your car? Damn. It definitely should not, because it's summer. Well, I'll make it up to you, Mommy. <laughs> There's some other stuff in there too. They had some um, body honey. Um, yeah, um, I still, I still want all the things. Oh Thanks. shit! And it's a cake pop in there from Monica. Oh God. Okay. I gotta get my life together, bitch. I gotta get my life together. I can only do one thing at a time. Right now, I'm fasting. That's just one thing I can do. But, um, so we had, yeah, we had the floral ice and also my favorite touch was greeting you guys with the ice cold washcloths. Like when we go to the resort, because we can't go to the resort right now. We cannot. But let me tell you how this bitch opened up a container of washcloths, lavender, covered in ice because it was hot as fuck outside. And she was like, Everyone to be able to cool down a little, and then there were different colors for the for the first got on boat to later on for a couple hours later. Hey, you need to refresh it. Here's another wash. Mm -hmm. Still smells the fuck good, and it's still going to cool you just a bit. Yeah, it was um lavender and spearmint essential oils. Amazing. I really, really enjoyed that I did that. She also took towels and bags with our names on like. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, yes, the bags. I forgot. Okay. And also um, little uh, travel cups that I. Do you still I, use yours? First of all, you know I'm going to continue to use it, okay? Yeah. Um, it was just, it was the perfect getaway for a couple hours. Bitch, it was the day we deserved. Every bitch on that boat works very hard. 
and <laughs> just needed a day where they could be doted on and have a good fucking time. And just, you don't have to watch kids. Nobody's arguing. And like, no, husbands and stuff weren't even calling phones. Everybody was able to just chill and fully zone out and enjoy that trip. It was fantastic, bitch. So even though it's booked up, we strongly recommend Exile Charter Cruises. I am waiting on the, the October dates to open. Two reasons. Number one, I love being on a boat. I can wear a fucking jacket. I don't care. <laughs> Number two, the seasons are so fucking crazy right now. It's probably still going to be hot. Remember, we didn't even really get snow this year. Yeah, it, it'll probably still be warm by your birthday. Excuse yeah. me, wedding anniversary. It's both of those things. Mm. I'm just kidding. He asked me, like, he's putting some pressure on himself to figure it out. But I was like, look, we're not really going to be able to do anything. It's still COVID. Yeah, like, I'm still, I'm not really, like, trying to get on a plane because even if everybody's, like, super spread apart and it's only seven people on the plane, what if somebody on there has and the germs and shit just bouncing around? I can't control you if you fall asleep and just pull your mask off and you're just breathing. I can't, I've seen, that's the shit I can't think about it. So what I told him was we should just spend, like, a nice weekend at the Salamander or something, like, something local. Some shit like that. Maybe I should do my birthday party. This doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> See you over here two things at a time. You just told us you fasting, you can't do nothing else. <laughs> I meant in terms of personal growth. No. Self-betterment. You only get one activity at a time, bitch. <laughs> and right now I gotta calm the fuck down because life has been good. I've been eating good. I remember when Timberland first got huge, when he got like obese. And I looked at him and I said, Timberland has got a lot of money. He's eating good every day. And he doesn't have anyone to tell him he can't. Because how are you going to tell him? Huh? And when, when I got on the scale, I said, you know what? You're doing what you want every day. You got to chill the fuck out. You have to. You have to. You guys, oh, you know what? I really have a taste for this today. I'm going to have it. No, you shouldn't have it. You shouldn't have it. That was my COVID lesson. So yeah, last week, like with all of that shipping and shit, I did not get to work out at all. Like not be on Tuesday. And I was really, really down on myself about it. So it would not have been a good podcast episode for me. I probably would just been crying the whole time. But um Yes. So yeah, back to Excel boat charter. Bitch <laughs> <laughs> the tangent. Yeah, but shout out to them because the blacks are boating now. Um, it's safe. It's, it's uh, you know, respecting the social distance rules, whatever. So shout out to them. All right. So you want to get into these topics or what? Let's go. Let's go. All right. We discussed Jesus. So the other person that holds a special place in my heart is Megan. Well, that was an exasperated sigh, not because of Megan, but how you people have been treating Megan. How you people have taken her pain as a fucking joke. You rat bastards. And it doesn't even take a lot of work to have respect for somebody, honestly. All it takes is you shutting the fuck up. That's it. If you don't have something positive to say, if you don't have something encouraging to say or supportive to say, just shut the fuck up. 
It's that simple. I like that. Shutting the fuck up is actually not even hard to do. It's not. You just opt out of the dialogue. I don't have enough information. I will not opt into the dialogue. So I hope Meg is okay. I cried for her too. With her live yesterday. Please I watched us the update. You watched it? I watched it on like the snippet. It was like maybe three minutes of it. And mm-hmm. I watched it. She doesn't even deserve this. This poor girl. She's just trying to be the best her that she can be. And yeah, she's, she's trying. She's trying to figure it out. She's so young. She's still a baby. That's what I got from it. She's a baby. And she said she's trying to figure shit out without her mom. Her mom was her best friend. And she's like, I'm still not over that. And how could you be? How? I'm trying to bring new people in her life to fill that void just isn't working. So I wish her the best. She looked amazing on her live. Not that that really matters, but I love that she said, I'm going to pull myself together and do this. Um, I know Sarita has a few thoughts about the Joe Budden podcast. <laughs> No, she don't. No, I don't. I got no, I mean, uh, like, that shit was so funny. <laughs> she said, I don't think you are either. It meant it. My soul. But they felt very embarrassed after they listened back to the episode. Well, that's about good. As well. That's personal. Yeah, yeah, because what I was proud of was that there was no doubling down, because there has been some doubling down. Like Drea? Oh, God, poor Drea. You know, Drea is like your little sister that you just know that this is what she's going to do, and you just kind of still want her to be okay. No, Drea is no kin. Drea is the girl in the neighborhood who everyone knows she needs some help but she keeps doing the wrong thing she don't listen to nobody and so you you absolutely wish the best for her but you also know that she's what she wants to do yeah she really is you know what she should have been on she would have been a really good autumn night Daddy, I, I can see that. Girls get naked. Did <laughs> both of y'all watch it? Yes! Yes. yes. Well, I watched maybe, it at 4 a.m. She could have been Autumn Night for this past episode. Yeah. Autumn Night is a hot ass mess. Stage drunk like that. If you such a drunk ass damn, what are you even doing? Bitch, Mercedes is trying real hard not to whip her ass. Ugh. <sighs> She Get your drunk ass off my pole, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what was she doing up there on her pole? <laughs> what even made her? Why did they even let her get all the way up there? Because of that stupid blonde wig. Oh, God. <laughs> that show, this show is going to be so good. It's already been renewed for season two. Oh God! Yeah, Uncle yeah. Clifford, bitch, he's a star, bitch. He's a star. Did you see him in his corset? In his um, what is it? Is, is it called a parasol? Because it wasn't an umbrella. It was a parasol. Come on, bitch. 
Listen. <laughs> wow, parasol movie. <laughs> I like that. Listen, Uncle Cliff come to play with you hoes, okay? He did not. I did not come to play with you hoes. <laughs> <laughs> He said not. He was like Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all catch how they how much they disrespect Autumn? They never call that bitch by her first name. Uncle Clifford called her Summer's Eve. I fell out. <laughs> he called. Her. I missed it. I gotta go back and watch it. It's episode oh. two. I fell out. I yes, love I love this show. Every time I get the alert that a new episode is out, I'm wa- I watch it immediately. Okay, this is what I'm about to do for the next hour. Thank you. Thank you for the notice. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, and I love watching the strippers dance. I love it. it, so it, it it's like, oh God, what is the word? Bitch, Mercedes is glorious. When she starts clapping them um, sandals together, what do they call heels? And even the girl, the white girl and the girl that just had the baby, God, how do their bodies move around the pole? Like, it's a skill. They are true athletes. Jesus. Y'all saw that shit where uh, somebody said, I'll bite with his magic city. And somebody responded, (laughs) an African-American performing arts center, bitch. Oh my God. And he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Oh my God! I just I need to look up tonight. I'm gonna do a deep dive. When my insomnia kicks in tonight, I'm gonna do a deep dive on all the actresses because Mercedes has really captured me. Are these former strippers who just also act, or are they because they they or are these bitches like just did they just do some on the job training? Like I need to get this role. Mercedes, first of all, listen, them bitches are talented. Yeah, and you know, I think I love Mercedes so much because she reminds me of you. Okay. She is super confident and has a big butt. Is that what- <laughs> Yeah, like her, when she walks in the room and like she's not scared of who's in there, she's going to say what needs to be said. She's going to do the right thing. Like, she's very smart. And that's Because I was like, why am I so drawn to this character? But it's because she reminds me of you. Okay, well, I was going to say, I saw myself and her with those children, with her girls. Uh, yes. But she got the little witches <laughs> together. Bitch, Terika is her child? Ah! Listen, and I said, this makes sense. This is why you feel comfortable being smart. Uh, really quick, a uh, good question, uh, quick question. Is the daddy the coach? No, I the think the daddy dead. Has- I know, but remember, this was a, wasn't that like a, um, it was a memory, right? Or was that present? I couldn't no, figure it no, out. That was present. That, that was one, present. Okay. That was present, yes. Okay. And that man really thought he was in a room alone with her. <laughs> Got it. That's why I she thought it was a memory. Okay. She, but you can't afford her in real life. Listen. <laughs> I said, okay. <laughs> Love her, lady. I, I like but yeah, yeah, Cortez like is dead. 
because whoever that was, I, her Cortez, because the sister or wh whoever's raising Terica was like, I oh, promise okay. Cortez, blah blah blah. Because when she said, you know, you, I know you, uh, you get your looks from your mama, so blah blah blah. I was like, oh, maybe her mom is Mercedes' best friend, so she's like complimenting her mom. Like I was thinking something like that, but no, bitch. Oh, here's a twist. Who was raising Terica? Is that? Was that the the ex's? I mean, the the dead man's wife, or is that like her older sister? Like, what is the? We relationship? don't know. Okay, all right. <clears throat> Edge of my seat, bitch. Edge of my seat. I don't even need to see on the next P Valley. Like, I, I watch it on Apple Tunes. I, I Apple TV. Apple Tunes. Okay. <laughs> so I don't get. You know, the scenes from the next. We don't have stars no more. I don't need it. Just give me the next yeah, episode. Yeah, just give me the next episode. <laughs> but yeah, that show is great. And then when, um, did you see that fucking Queen Shade, Andre Watkins, where he was looking for a condom and he looked at his wedding ring? But we do have a Bible. <laughs> oh my God. So was she freaked out because he um, was stalking her too and taking pictures of her? Yeah, wouldn't you? Be, I mean, obviously she had no business in his computer, but to look through his laptop and then see a picture of yourself? Yeah. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Ex-fucking-excuse oh, me. I that this show um, shows nudity on all sides because did you see that man's penis? Huh. I said, okay, here we are. We're here for everyone. Thank you, guys. I'm married. That's all. <laughs> do your do your eyes stop working when you get married? They certainly do not. <laughs> that reminds me of an ultimate Adama quote that was I'm married, not blind, bitch. <laughs> and she, she did. She did. <laughs> So yeah, I just I love that show so fucking much. It's so good, so good. Do y'all want to talk about verses? Did you watch? Did you watch our uncles? <laughs> I watched enough to get the gist of it. I think it was probably great. It was so good, but Uncle DMX is tired. Uncle Earl, he is tired. Okay. Yeah. I saw him with his little belly. I was like, you know what? He's got a great life. He's healthy. Exactly. I was like, I'm not even gonna clown him because this is what he this is what he needs to look like. I know yeah, that he's I mean, we're all out here aging. Like they just calling these niggas out of like obscurity for adverses while we're all quarantining and eating. <laughs> we're not thinking anybody is gonna be looking for us for a long time unless we have time to prepare. Said, please just have my chair. I need. I'm going to need a chair. Yes. I'm going to my part, but when it's not my turn, I'm sitting the fuck down. Thank you very <laughs> much. <laughs> when it's not my turn, I'm sitting down. And Snoop and his bunk ass. He was just hype. Snoop was so. <laughs> Did you see somebody said he looked like like when you tell your six year your six year old son he could dress himself today. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
they were having a good time. That's I what I did see. Uncle Earl once, and I, I'm I'm sure I'm biased because you know, um, that was he. His prime time was my college time, and also you know you I were loved you were peak New York. Listen, and you know I love a New York motherfucker. So, mm -hmm. yep, Uncle Earl all day. Uncle Earl, I think '80s babies won. That's fair. Thank you, Thank you. politician. Guys, I like to vote. I really did. Like back back in that day and everything, like oh my god, I wasn't doing nothing but being in these streets anyway. But shout out to them, they did fantastic. Hold on, Usher versus Chris Brown. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hold on. First of all, Keisha Cole. We all right. We let's do Chris Brown and Usher second. Keisha Cole is not fucking with the. Ashanti. Okay, I'm. I don't know that she needs the in front of it. No, when it comes to catalog, that bitch is the Ashanti, which she's mm -hmm. written, which she's been featured on. In comparison to Keisha Cole. Okay, all right, I'll get that. I'm just saying, Ashanti. No, like, listen. Now, I, I like Ashanti, and I have her albums. I fuck with her because her, she was college time too. We were singing, we were playing that fucking album out, wearing it the fuck out. Oh every God. song had baby on it 17 times. Got mm -hmm. it. But we, we sing it baby every single time too. If you were me, what would you do? Always a lie and never the truth. Like even if you didn't have relationship problems, <laughs> you sang that with your soul because it resonated. Baby with <laughs> Yes, So this is no disrespect in the Shanties, but not disrespect. Um, but I also don't feel like we need this. We need it. I'm going there. I'll watch. Keisha asked for it. We need it. Okay. Well, you know, Keisha. Okay, you know. No, no. What say forward. you? What say you? Keisha, she's not always really aware of what's happening, like outside of her immediate circle. So um, maybe the people around her are really hyping her up, and not necessarily giving her like the facts of the situation. If Ashanti, if Ashanti gets on there and she drops, I'm real. Keisha's got nothing topping that. Keisha ain't got nothing but ballads. She got yeah. one or two bangers, but Ashanti has like the, the catalog of, I guess, our time, but Keisha Cole, her music is sad. Oh. It is. I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. What is the fun song she had? It was something with the, with oh, Alicia Keys, I Just Wanted to Be Over, but that was also sad, actually. Alicia Keys is on there? She produced it. You could hear in the background, yeah. Like, you know, when she was doing that whole shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably fact check. Well, I'm not going to do that, but 
yeah, I believe that Alicia Keys produced um, I Just Want It To Be Over. Okay, well, congratulations to both of yeah. them. Yeah, I don't know that. Oh, Keisha happened. Cole got Let It Go. Oh, ooh, yes. With Missy and Lil' Kim. That was one song that is pretty okay. <laughs> that I mean, song is pretty okay. She, she was also on the Sean Paul song that was in that uh, dance movie. <clears throat> But it's a Sean Paul song, so... Sean Paul. <laughs> What's the song, though? I don't remember. Oh, God. I just see the video. It, it was the, the dance movie with Channing Tatum where he met his wife. Step Up? Yeah. Was the streets? Yes. Okay. So, and, you know, Keisha can't dance. So she was in there trying to do a little two-step in the video, and it's like, girl, please just, you don't have to do this. It's all right. It's fine. Sometimes you do what you can when the camera's on you. This is not about you. <laughs> I was just like, I just can't chime in and laugh for her. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what to do when these things are being said. <laughs> okay, so now, now this usher, Chris Brown. Chris Brown is a talented young person. But Chris Brown, and I will fucking fight anybody that disagrees with me. Oh. In the face. Chris Brown is not fucking with Usher's catalog. He's not. He's not. And that's why would they even do that to him? Well, the people who are really pushing for Chris Brown grew up with Chris Brown. And I think that they may have missed key pieces of life now usher has already usher has been a mainstay from the time he got here like from from the time we were introduced to usher till now usher still gets it so we will not disrespect him but these young people don't know that so they out here talking off the side of their neck oh chris brown chris brown because he does motherfucking backflips on stage that's great but who do you think was doing fucking backflip first bitch don't do usher like this we grew up honestly we grew up in the best time. Fuck those kids. We really grew <laughs> up in the best time because we got to see the best of both worlds. Like we know what came after Funkadelic when, um, you know, when our people started sampling all the good music from the seventies and all that, these niggas below us, they're sampling our samples. They don't even know the original shit. They're right. so out of touch. And they think they know everything about music. Oh my gosh, I'm like an old lady. <laughs> but they do. They think they know everything about music. Bitch, we're, we're driving to Virginia Beach the other day. This nigga Autumn said, Auntie, who is 50 Cent? Because Al said something about 50 Cent, like finishing Pop Smoke's album. They wanted to hear Pop Smoke's album. Who is 50 Cent? With that tone? Yeah, like, who even is this nigga? Figure it out. Keep walking until you figure out who he is. Oh, no, bitch. We were in the car, and I put on the 50 Cent title playlist. I said, I'm not a fan of him in, in real life today as a person, but in the club was the shit, and you want to listen to all these songs. First of all, that like, album- Oh, yeah, I've heard of this song. Like, Go Shorty, is your birthday. She's like, I've heard of this song. Girl, that album got me through basic training. Oh, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> my favorite 50 Cent song is I Get Money. I still play it. I used to play it every other Friday on my paydays at VA. And I still play it 
when I want to think about my money. Like you just need like a, a ridiculous, like an obnoxious, like niggerish song. That's it. So Sarita, how um you heard Rihanna's poured up in the car and you start <laughs> Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you remember that? Because it's ridiculous. Stop bringing up old oh, shit. That's it. Sarita, this fool was in the car and Rihanna poured up, came on, and she goes into her jacket and pulls out. Uh, well, she, she had like. Um, it was a roll of 20s. She has some $20 bills, but like fresh, like crisp. And she starts <laughs> tossing them up in the car to the song. And then had trouble finding each one because Bitch, I went under the seats like I need this. <laughs> I need all these toys. But isn't that wait? What? Why? <laughs> this it's not like the, it was bitch better have my money. Like that's not the same. Like I'm trying to nope. Okay. He liked that. Or- Pour it up is about like, having like drinks and feeling rich. That's what she liked. So she okay. wanted to give herself the stripper effect. Valet costs a hundred bills. Okay. I still got my money. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I get if it now. Had some bills in her hands right now, she would do it right now. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you just took me. <laughs> Who's gonna pick it up? (laughs) I think when when I said that in Al's car, I think it was one of the times that he was just not attracted to me. (laughs) You know, sometimes you can look in your man's eyes and say, He's he's losing it for me right here. I see it. It's it's happening. All that pedestals in the trash. Also, it's too late. We're already here. I've already seen already seen. So what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> I don't know what Down to Earth is, y'all. It's a TV show. It's a TV series on Netflix. Okay, so it's a Netflix series. <laughs> with... <laughs> um... And he goes to, I'm only on episode two, but he goes to different countries to see how they do, how they operate <clears throat> in like um, a specific way that has to do with the earth. Like in, they operate in a way that is better for the earth and for people. It was um, like a science show. Okay. Look, look at this bitch. This bitch loves research unless it's. I feel like she would like it because it's sort of, I mean, it's about the environment and how you treat your body. She doesn't care. Or, oh, okay. Never mind. It, it, is, have- a, is, a, it is a bit science-y. Is running around to these different countries for her to really care. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Go on, bitch. How's the show? I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. So, um, I don't know. I, I feel like I told, I might have told to read, I don't know who, but there was a series on Apple TV called Home. And it kind of gives me 
but it's really not the same at all. I just like this type of shit, so I'm going to keep watching it. But you know what I do like? I really, really enjoy. What? Indian matchmaking. I really loved it. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, it's over? <laughs> That's how I got to two episodes of Down to Earth. How is Indian matchmaking? What is it about? Indian matchmaking. So it's a Indian woman who is a matchmaker, and she travels around the world to pair couples. Because, you know, in India, um, so what they say is that they have marriage and they have love marriage. Like, the the term arranged marriage is not does not exist for them because that's what marriage is. Um. And so, yeah, being married is, like, a big deal in that country. And um, even if you're not in India, it's part of the the culture. So a lot of uh, children who are, a lot of people who are children of Indian immigrants are, um, and living in, like, the United States are still trying to find a partner because that's what their family wants. And this woman has been doing it for many years. And so that's what the show is about, her putting people together. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm going to watch that. And I like how they, they, they sort of captured different personalities in the Indian culture. Like you had some very Americanized Indians who were especially the women were professional and independent in how they were sort of mm, I don't want to say looked down upon but but mm, yeah I think that's fair to say yeah so like, even yeah the weird guy towards the end what was his name Vache Vache I don't want to tell the end but uh, I particularly care for him <laughs> But his mom, his mom was a nervous wreck. He was just like, no. She was like, no, you need somebody to take care of you. You need to be married. And he was 25. And she was just like, I won't be able to rest until you're married. She was so pushy about it. Yeah, she was. I was like, throw me off. Because I was like, well, maybe is he hesitant because he's gay? But- uh, well, I thought so too. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't it. And but I, then I also thought like he's all he's really a mama's boy. He's looking for another version of his mother. I was like, yeah. he ain't gonna fight. That's why he ain't married nobody yet or and date one, anybody. And and they said it in front of one of the girls. Yeah. And I was like, uh, this is a sign. This is not the one. Find somebody else. <laughs> he is not the one. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Yes, yeah, it's, it's you'll <laughs> like it. It's good. And then you get to see how some of the characters, um, not characters, excuse me, some of the, the people, how, they, how their um, personalities shift and like kind of change mm. over the time of them uh, trying to find a partner. So it's like, oh, you have to look at yourself. Obviously, when you're trying to date, you have to look at yourself and see what you are bringing to the table. It's not just about the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was that was nice to see too. Just like, hey, okay, it's all right to relax, and and um, to be calm and not feel like everything has to be in whatever place you decide it has to be. 
Mm-hmm. And I also did like I knew that that Indians felt some type of way about divorce, but wow, the reactions to divorce was yeah. this shit is very real. Yeah. And also um, because it's a different culture um, from the from the United States culture, um, it's a lot. A lot of the conversations were very blunt and like to the point. And I'm like, oh, this is familiar to me. Yeah, I was like, oh, that must be comfort for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is how my family speaks. Mm-hmm. No one cares about your feelings, just facts. So it was a it was a good show. I enjoyed. It. I think you'd like it. Okay, awesome, awesome. So the only one, oh no, the shy. I don't have any idea what's happening on the shy. Y'all want to talk about that? Please. Go I don't. Ahead. Sorry, I don't have anything to add. What's well, still good? <laughs> it's still good. It is. It's it, it, it's frustrating some people to a degree because it's so. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like I'm really getting. It's an emotional roller coaster. Okay. Um, you're gonna be happy and sad, happy and sad, like back and forth. Do I have episode. to watch season two to watch season three, or will the recap be enough? Um, a I recap... left in the middle of season one. Oh. Oh wow. Oh, then yeah, you're gonna you got some holes. Okay, you know what? You might, you might be it. okay though. You might. I'll be just okay. watch it because I um, I have I'm running out. I think I've said before multiple times I've gotten to the end of Netflix, mm. so maybe we'll just start over with this. That's what we'll do. We'll do the shy. Okay. Um, I may destroy you. I watched this week's episode. Did y'all? I didn't yet. How was it? Don't understand what I'm watching. <laughs> oh wait, was this the party? Uh, no, the party is next week. This is the one where she, where the, the um, gay guy, fucked a girl to get his assault out of his system. I didn't see that one yet. Okay, it was it was well written. Like I don't understand what is happening on this show. I don't understand what this show is about. So I receive the episodes as just individual instances of watching television. And those I can appreciate as well-written instances of television. So this week's episode, it was a really great interaction between, I I don't want to keep calling him the gay guy, but I don't know his name, but the, the guy who was assaulted. He, you know, he was like, and they say this in a preview, so this is like a spoiler alert. But basically, he kind of alludes to the fact that, like, he needs a break from men. He's going to fuck a girl now because of what happened to him. And um, so he's like, with this girl's a white girl. And they have this very interesting dialogue about how, like, they were singing some lyrics to a song in bed. And she says ninja instead of nigga. And he's like, why don't you just say nigga? I mean, ninja sounds silly. She's like, no, I have a lot of black friends. They like that word. I don't use that word, blah, blah, blah. And so he was like, oh, okay. But so she says something like, you know, yeah. And he's like, yeah, everybody is so like uh, sensitive. It's so complicated. She was like, yeah, like I can't even ask for a fucking fag without getting somebody upset. And you know, like, you know how it means cigarette for them. Okay. And so she's like, yeah, I can't even ask for a fag without worrying about somebody getting upset and having a heart attack thinking I'm trying to, you know, call them a name. 
And so he was like, wow, so you'll just say fag, but you'll call the N-word the N-word? And so they had, like, this dialogue because he was like, nigga's not a big deal, but don't say fag in front of me. And she was just like, what? You know, it was so interesting. Like, what do you identify with more? It was was a great uh, scene on that show. And also... Could someone catch me up as far as y'all know? What is her relationship to the Italian drug dealer dude? Were they in a relationship? Did they just like have sex? Were they friends? What was that? Because there was a climax here on this episode. And I'm just like, what's happening? It was never it was never clear to me what their relationship was. It seemed complicated. First episode? Huh? Is that the one from the first episode? Yeah. It it seemed like she wants more, but he was just like, uh, we are having sex. And that's all this is. Well, he's been in several episodes. But you know what I'm talking about? He looks kind of Indian, but he is in Italy. Okay. Yeah, because she she went out there supposed to be working on her book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that- so this got interesting oh okay and you know again after it ended i said i just i don't know what i just watched (laughs) watching this show is me putting action to words of i'm rooting for everybody black i don't know what the fuck's happening i cannot connect with this and i'm trying so hard (laughs) so i want to know what y'all think about the next episode about this episode like as soon as y'all see it please help me understand <laughs> well we did it bitch hey. two hours later hey. Hey. two hours and some tea later <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> please delete this whole episode <laughs> But it was good. It was good to get it all out. It was good to get it out. People gonna hear you here two hours, and um, the episode is gonna be like one hour. They gonna be like, "Excuse me, (laughs) y'all, pieces had to be cut out." (laughs) Yes, like Uncle Clifford said, that's like scalding hot oatmeal to my ears. (laughs) I love Uncle Clifford. Corbin, remember I kept your secret, Corbin. Oh God! <laughs> this show is so good. Who did that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who did it, but I'm gonna find out who Mercedes is tonight. Thank you all for your time. Thank you. This was great. Thank you, everyone. Okay. Uh, Bye, Sarita. Thank you. Bye, Sarita. And yes, thank you. And look Bye, at guys. this. I just finished eating. So now I can't eat till three o'clock tomorrow. It's 10.52. Bye. This is the Beads and Butter Podcast. Listen on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.